Life is busy. Disciple making is slow, but we can find rest and hope in Jesus. Welcome to 419 Moment of Encouragement, created to bring you short messages, scriptures, testimonies, and prayers to keep us focused on the kingdom of God and his promises. Hello and welcome to this episode of A Moment of Encouragement. My name is Beth Laurie and I'm your guide. In Jesus' time, an intense training program of learning from the rabbi would have been the norm. Central to life in the Jewish community was educating children in the text and the scriptures. Usually, from the age of 5 to 10, good Jewish boys would sit down with the rabbi and memorize the Torah. The goal was to be able to recite Genesis through Deuteronomy by age 10. This was not called elementary school, but known as Bet Safar. From the age of 10 to 14, students would continue memorizing the Old Testament scriptures used by Jewish culture. Besides directing the studies of the scripture, the master, the rabbi, would also offer instructions through the process of questions and answers as tutorials. By the age of 14, the best of the best would be invited to continue studying with the rabbi, learning how to apply oral and written law. And the best of these would go through even more intense training, and perhaps a few would be invited to become disciples and eventually, hopefully, to become a rabbi. The training that was required included leaving everything so that your whole life would be devoted to become just like the rabbi. Those who did not make the cut, who did not have what it takes to become like the rabbi, were told at any time during that to go make babies, pray, and find a trade. Many parents would still pray that their child would become a rabbi, but the odds were always stacked against them. Now, you also need to know that in those times, there was an opportunity for apprenticeship with thriving trades. This was how people learned a craft. It was very important to your livelihood and the livelihood of your family. If an apprentice was to fully embrace his trade, he needed to drastically change his life and learn to live under his trade master. Many moved from the country into the city to become fully immersed in training. Apprentices were typically from families with access to money, as the cost of entry was very high. There were slots, however, for those whose family could not afford the tuition. It would also be noted that not all apprentices completed their training period. Many apprentices left service when they perceived that they could do very well by themselves in their trade, and for those that did not make the cut for an apprentice to a new and thriving trade, those were told to learn from their father's trade. If their father was a farmer, the son then was to become a farmer. If he was a fisherman, the son would become a fisherman. If he was a carpenter, the son would become a carpenter, all learning from their father. 
So if you think about it, it is astonishing when we read the Gospels. Jesus called a band family trades to become his disciples. At the time, Jesus was calling those who did not make the cut to become a rabbi or to learn a thriving trade. As comparison to our time, it would be like asking those who had not gone to college, asking those who had not gone to trade school, asking those who were just struggling to make in meets, doing odd jobs that no one else would do, and that they wanted to employ after their basic schooling. That's who Jesus went after. Jesus was calling young men who had been unfit to be disciples of the rabbi. He was asking them to enter into an intense three-year training apprenticeship with him. With Jesus, they would learn how to live in the kingdom of God. Jesus chose rejects to be his apprentice. The same invitation is true for us today. Jesus is calling all of us. He's calling those who do not make the cut. He's calling each of us to become his apprentice and learn to live out the scriptures and learn to live in the kingdom of God now. Don't you love how Jesus always goes to the have-nots, to those who were left out, to those who were marginalized? He sees the most potential and offers hope for who had never been chosen. Interesting to think about that fact, that these very ordinary men, Peter, James, John, Matthew, who did not make the cut, are talked about today all over the world. We read and reread stories about the disciples and their apprenticeship to Jesus. We read and reread stories in the Bible of these disciples' ministry and mission into the lost and hurting world. The most important thing that these guys did was leave their trade— They left their families. We will remember when James and John left their father Zebedee on the shore to go follow Jesus. They turned their life upside down to have an opportunity to train and learn the scriptures. It was bigger than finding out they just won a full-page scholarship to Harvard. (laughs) Peter and Simon did the same when Jesus asked them to follow him. Peter left his wife and his mother alone for an opportunity of a lifetime. I suspect their family suffered from them being gone and not able to help with the trade and the family income, but the opportunity was too good to hold them back. This makes me wonder, Do we get excited in the same way Peter, Simon, James, and John did, that we would lay down everything to follow Jesus? Do we see it as an opportunity of a lifetime? Are we willing to train, to do the work so very much, even if it meant financial suffering for us or for our family? To be an apprentice in those days was very special. To be an apprentice to the rabbi was the opportunity of a lifetime. We've been given that opportunity today, but it does come with a cost. Matthew six twenty four, Jesus told his disciples, If anyone comes after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me.
My encouragement for you today, dear friends, is this. Lay it all down for Jesus, whatever is hindering you. Our desires to have a certain life or comfort or to be focused in a certain direction, Jesus has given us the same offer as he gave those disciples in his days, those who were left out. They were excited and happy to receive it, even if it meant loss. May we have that same vigor and excitement today to follow Jesus in every part of our life, even if there's some loss or suffering. For to truly train under the Master means we too would become like Him. Join us next time as we stay faithful and find joy in our journey with Jesus.